We're having a very invigorating talk about air conditioners. Are we recording already? I mean, I just started well, recording. Fuck me. God damn, you gotta like. I'm not gonna fuck you. I, know. I won't fuck you. You could never. I could if I had you to. You'd be, bitch, you'd be shocked what I could do. Bony, I could turn. Slanky. <laughs> What's the word? Listen, I've, I've fucked bony little snake like <laughs> men before. <laughs> bony little snake like men. I fucked. Would you say I'm snake like? I would, I, I would birdie. say, I would say, you know, if I didn't know you were fucking Ravenclaw, I'd think you were a Slytherin, girl. You think I'm a Slytherin Little based Voldemort on my... Voldemort-looking ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nose, bitch. What are you talking about? I'm just, I mean, he, I mean, that's true. I guess you got, you got one up on him. Um, I don't like my desk chair anymore. Do you like Slytherin? What Do are I the like positive Slytherin? qualities of Hold Slytherin? on, let's introduce ourselves first before, yeah, just in case, before and we. You don't like your chair either. It's a. I don't like much. Topic it is. Well. <laughs> Fuck you. This is Adventures in Roomating. I'm Megan Tanja. I'm Keith Batista. It's a podcast where we're a couple of, of friends. friends. I turn my Still mic living up. Living together six miles, six years. Six later. miles. <laughs> six. Feels like six miles. Yeah, it feels like I've been I've been feels crawling like for play. six miles. <laughs> <laughs> It's never ending. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, we were having a very exciting conversation about air conditioners before, and if turning them off makes more power, things happen, and if it's more expensive. I just feel like, I don't know what it is where I get so paranoid about this air conditioner and how much it's going to cost us. So, like, the week you were gone, I mean, I would, like, turn it on, and I'd get cool, and then I'd, like, turn it off for the night. And then I just like, and that's the opposite, girl. I'd rather suffer during the day and then be able to sleep comfortably. Oh, interesting. If I can sleep comfortably in like a cooler room, then I'll take that over. I'll like suffer through a hot day. See, as long as I'm like, that's how I grew up too. We didn't have central AC. We only had it in our bedroom, so like, we would just live in the hot and then go to sleep at night in the cool. We did have AC, but then our mom was like, "Get the fuck outside. You can come to this later." (laughs) Um. Yeah, I just, as long as I'm naked in front of a fan, I'm usually pretty good. And alone in my bed. I'm usually pretty good. Just me and Margo. I don't know how you are, girl. Your room is hotter than mine. I, it, that's what I'm saying, girl. I, said, I don't know. I don't know. understand how, like... I don't know. People can sleep in, like, a sweat. But I'm not sweating in it. Well, that blows my mind. I've just got... I, well, I got that box fan. I got that, like, industrial I have a very ass. strong fan that blows on me. Ain't no industrial box fan, bitch. That thing, that thing's meant for, like... Uh, warehouses. <laughs> I think it's serious fucking business. It just swirls around hot air, girl. <laughs> Fans in general. Nah, girl. It feels real good on me. Keeps, I just can't wait nice. till I get open my window at night again and let the cool air I in. I can't fucking wait till we can open these windows and doors. I'm so excited, girl. I heard crickets last night and I was like, oh my God, what does the outside sound crickets, like? I swear to God, I heard crickets. Girl, I see crickets all over the fucking sh- uh, sidewalk now. Mm. <sighs> it's a great story. What so back to, oh, back to Harry Potter, Back to I Harry guess. Potter, yeah. So... What are the positive aspects of Slytherin? Well, first of all, we all know I mean, that... I they're the villains. Fuck all, it. They're the villains. I know people defend Slytherins. They're like, no, they're this, that, and that. They're cunning, right? That's, yeah, I don't cunning. know if that's 100% I was literally a positive say cunning. trait. I mean, that's like cunning for who? Well, but the isn't the whole thing that like Gryffindors and Slytherins... I mean, I guess they're the opposite side of the same coin, but like there's there's some kind of connection there. Slytherins aren't like. brave, right? They wouldn't sacrifice themselves for the greater good. Probably not. Yeah. No, there would be no greater good. <laughs> <laughs> Slytherins. There is are, no greater Slytherins good. are the ones I'd fuck. I just know it. I sensed my Scorpio. Are they the Scorpios of the? <laughs> well, remember I took so I was Hufflepuff, 
I got Hufflepuff. And yeah. then I took it a second time and I got Slytherin. So you, you a Slytherpuff? I'm a Hufflin. A Hufflin? <laughs> that sounds like a tire brand. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Sli- a Slytherpuff. Slytherpuff is adorable. Slytherpuff. I just feel like I got a little demon inside me and it's getting worse as I get older. <laughs> you think it'd be the opposite I took, way. I took Pottermore. I was Ravenclaw. And then of I took it again. And this was after they like forced everyone to take it again because there weren't enough people in Hufflepuff. I don't like to be. For, fuck. <laughs> I don't like to and be And so I resorted. took it again and they, sh- they, they stuck my ass in Hufflepuff. Wow. And I was like, um, Ravenclaw. I like astrophysics and learning about the atoms that make up black holes and shit like mm. i'm clearly a ravenclaw you're not you're not a very sweet person either so i'm a sweet person though i mean well maybe that's the the hufflepuff in you then bitch oh yeah why are you denying they're my... loyal right see that's another word i don't really like either to I describe mean, people because like what if you loyal to the wrong person what if you're a cunning person for the wrong reasons you know and well that could you be a fucking slytherin brave then. is brave <laughs> smart is smart i mean loyalty I think, yeah. I think gryffindor is fucking overrated yeah, I think so. I mean, I they're think the heroes. You I know? view Gryffindors as being kind of elitist. Like, they do they do good things. Was Harry right? Potter's father a Gryffindor? Probably. <laughs> well, he was a dick, right? Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Picked on a Slytherin. I mean, you know, right? you, you fucked with Snape, Maybe, maybe Gryffindors had it coming. Snape. You fucked with Snape and you got that Death Eater wand, bitch. Would you say Gryffindors <laughs> are kind of like the jocks? The football players, so to speak, you know, like. Well, isn't Cedric Diggory a fucking Hufflepuff? No, isn't I know, he, but I'm isn't saying, he like? The, I'm just trying to generalize for no fair. good reason. I think I view them as kind of being. And listen, I already know people are. Gonna, <laughs> it's like you fuck. Listen, here, listen you fucking nerds. Okay, <laughs> calm listen. Your, your, calm your calm little your, dicks, your brooms okay? down. Okay, calm, yeah. Put your little put your fucking little snitches away, away bitch. <laughs> Okay, because <laughs> you guys... It, We're talking about something that's I mean, not real. Yeah, listen, I, I love it. I, I love things, too, that aren't real, okay? But we got to get the fuck over Astrology. It. Harry Potter is not showing up <laughs> to save shit, so we can talk shit about him all we want. All right, um, so your view of Gryffindor. Did you just throw an astrology there? I didn't say nothing. Bitch, don't talk about my Pisces moon, bitch. Your water, um, you're just sloshing around I'm in your dr- fucking I'm ocean of drowning. <laughs> someone yesterday, despair. speaking of astrology, someone tweeted yesterday something about like speaking of despair. <laughs> speaking of despair, truly, <laughs> truly speaking of despair, I tweet too fucking much, which is problem number one. Yeah, for yeah, me. I would say yeah. Someone said, <laughs> if water signs are so psychic and intuitive, then how come they always make such bad decisions? Ooh. And I said, bitch, because we're drowning and trying to hold on to anything to stay afloat. (laughs) 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 Don't come for me. I mean, come for Pisces. Fuck them. But, you know, I I fuck them out of love because they always break my heart. But um, what were we talking about? Oh, fucking Harry Potter. The thing I see Gryffindor is, I mean, I don't give a fuck about any of these little groups, right? Just say it, girl. Well, what do you think about Gryffindor? I think they're kind of elitist cunts. <laughs> like, I just, I view them as being like... Are they the rich, are they the rich kids? Um, Equate this to a normal I don't think they're necessarily rich because Harry Potter is not rich. If this was in a Mean Girls movie, yeah, who would be in Gryffindor? I guess they, I would probably view them as the jocks then. Okay, I All guess. Right. right. I don't know that necessarily. Like in my head, Gryffindor is necessarily. Leaders. Yeah. Not just jocks, but like. Yeah. Proud of like, their like they stand up yeah. for the nerdy kid that's getting bullied, but only in front of the rest of the lunchroom. <laughs> 
you know? Like, they want the, the credit. Like, they want they the, emotionally the abuse them later on for a better grade, but, like, in front of the classroom, they'll be okay. nice. All like, right. So it's like, I... I, I want to see a series of, like... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like juniors or seniors in yeah. Hogwarts and like all like the real shit that happens, like the real high school shit that yeah. happens. Yeah, I view Gryffindors as kind of being like the, we could probably stop a lot of this bad shit from happening, but we'll do it once a quarter just so you know that we're good and and then we're going to feel guilty about other shit, but we're going to like, we're, you know. We'll get past it because we'll we're going to win. Them. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone ever talks shit about Gryffindors, but fuck Gryffindors. Hmm. I'll say it. Brave my ass. <laughs> Hufflepuffs deal with all your bullshit. They come up with great ideas. Okay. Loyal, whatever. The creative, I'm, right? I'm loyal until someone fucks with me. I'm right. very loyal. Yeah. And then when you fuck with me, so, you know, maybe that's my little huffling in me, but just saying. We need, I a, just think we need a Hufflepuff lead that's not. They gave us honey badgers. That's not a. Who's that motherfucker in those movies? It's <laughs> great. Harry Eddie Redmayne plays him. Um, I don't. Puff. I haven't watched those God, movies. He's just so annoying in the first movie. I hope the second one's better. I mean, when is? Have you seen the first one? <laughs> me not kind of annoying. <laughs> I feel like he's done I good will work. Forever see him as that character. <laughs> That's the character. Oh my God! What the fuck is that movie? Jupiter, Jupiter Rising. Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter, maybe with Mila Kunis. What the fuck ever? And the Bee Queen. That is. <laughs> The weirdest and the, movie. And I... And what's his name? I made you boy? rent it. Um, what's his name? The Magic there, Mike guy. I literally... I Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh. What's his name? I just for a second... Um, Please, guys, give me his name. They're probably yelling at you I right know, now. I know, I know. Channing Tatum. Tatum. There we go. Um, I, I'm mixing that in my head right now with I Am Number 4 or Number 4 or whatever the fuck that movie is. I don't even know what that with is. Alex Pettyford. Oh, I remember well, the trailers for that. Well, listen, you would know what it was if... Yeah, I don't give a shit when about they these yaw movies, when okay? They, when these yaw... All right, these yaw <laughs> movies. I don't give a fuck about these yaw movies. I'm surprised no one's called those movies yeah. the yaw movies. <laughs> they probably do, girl, in the quietness That's of That's what I home. used to say in my head before I understood what the it, yaws, that it meant young adult. Classic yaws. Um, I think I'm out of the phase of my life where I can read a Yah novel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I used to love them. I used to, I really did. Like in college, I was like, yeah. whoa, this is great. If it's a good story, I don't see why. I was super into like Maureen Johnson's an adult 13 couldn't Little read Blue a young Envelopes. Adult novel. Like I loved that bench. But now what ends up happening is the same thing that ends up happening with like Disney movies where it's like when I was younger, I was like, yeah. Fuck the parents. Mm-hmm. Fuck the adults. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up, you little 15-year-old. You mm-hmm. don't know what the fuck is on the other side of that ocean, bitch. Like, there's shit to be scared of. Like, there's mm-hmm. a reason. So now I've just, like, I've aged out. Ignorance is bliss, girl. Yeah, girl. I've Inexperience aged... is bliss sometimes, too. Yeah, I've aged out. And so now You've when aged I'm... Out. So now when I'm reading these novels that are, like, you know, like, preteens or teenagers, and it's just, like, I can't connect with the same feelings or the same... You know, like they're they're upset about like a person that they have a crush on and they can't tell them or they're or they're they feel whatever and I'm like, Oh my god, it gets so much worse. <laughs> it gets <laughs> it gets so much better and it gets so much worse all at the same time. So you know, a lot of historical fiction <laughs> in my life right now. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm reading memoir. I really like memoirs. Um but then I can also only read so many memoirs about fat girls because it's like too real. It's like too much. And we all have such a similar story in so many ways that I'm like, I just can't read about another fat girl hating herself growing up. Like, it's just like a lot. Yeah. 
well, so I think that's the thing, right? Every, there's like a phase that, you know, certain people go through mm-hmm. and you see it repeated. And it's not to say that people are, you know, all the same, but like we no. are all humans and all have similar emotional journeys a lot of the time. Yeah, um, a lot of us do. And so like someone, I always think of the fact that like the thoughts and feelings I've had at 22 mm. um, and the things I were going through are like are so young to me now I know. in my 30s. And I'm like, I remember caring so much about that. But now it's like... <laughs> Yeah. I understand it's not worth the fight or, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it sure is. And I'm sure that's how I'm going to feel in my 40s about my 30s and how I'm going to feel in my 50s about my 40s. Right. Like, I mean, if I make but it that like, long. But it's like you can't tell <laughs> those people that are, like, complaining about things that you kind of complained about 10 years ago that you are gotta they're go just it. discovering these things. I understand how and it's real like, it is. That's why it's like going on. It's yeah, so I'm hard. in my thirties. I'm like, you know, just just calm down. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's gonna. I know. You I really... know. It feels like it matters a lot to you oh, right now, but I it's not to going cry. to. I used to cry on Skype with friends about like a guy that didn't like me or that I was getting mixed signals from. Mm-hmm. And now I feel nothing <laughs> like that for this person. <laughs> like I love them, I care deeply for them, but I have none of that. And so it's like, but it was so real to me at the time. Yeah, like yeah. it was all consuming. And I don't think if anyone came to me and said, "Just get out of it, just snap out of it," that I would have done that. Yeah, yeah. I needed to indulge in like the pain of it and whatever. But that's why um, you kind of have to like, uh, as you're older. Oh, but it is perspective. Not tell people to just get over. It. You just got to be like, yeah, it's gonna be something you go through. You just got to go through it. And, yeah. Uh, Hold on, It's going to suck. It's going to suck. But you'll, you'll come through. Yeah, and then you're going to look back at those people that you were so fucked up over and be like, I don't even remember their fucking names. Like, what? Yeah. And I think everyone needs to have that because understanding pers- knowing about perspective is different than understanding perspective. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you have to have yeah. those examples of looking back and be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Mm-hmm. What was I doing? Um yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, the 30s, 30s are interesting time. I, I mean, I... I also think it applies to not just, you know, relationships. Like, even, like, you know, issues that really issues. drove me wild back in my early 20s. And oh, I was like, yeah, this man. is unfucking believable And it's like, now that I'm older, I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's believable. And I, also, I, it's going to keep I, Like you said, I, I've, I'm experienced now. I understand the experience rather than, like, You start to understand how long life really is sometimes. It's like a long there are one, things, but it's also real short. Though. I've started to like, I mean, I don't know if this is just a matter of getting burned out on like online outrage stuff, but it's yeah, like, I'm already burned out of that. I mean, you've been burned out for a while, but like, I still have a lot of empathy for it. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. like for example, like, so I made this video about insatiable, the show is coming out on Netflix and I saw the trailer for it and I was like, the video that I made essentially was like, Hey, you know, you can watch whatever the fuck you want. And, but, and I know it's a dark comedy and like, I get it. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not an idiot. Like I understand, I understand it's a show coming out on Netflix called Insatiable. It's about this girl who Mm. like her jaw gets wired. She's made fun of, she's fat. She gets made fun of her jaw is wired shut. She loses a bunch of weight. She comes back hot now. And then she fucks with all of the bullies and she like, she's like light people on fire. Like, yeah, Yeah. it's like a revenge story. It's like a dark comedy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. My the point of my video though was as someone who is fat when is I this see the fat suit? when I see a fat suit mm. in a production yeah yeah I'm probably less likely to trust that show to not make me a joke you know like it's mm-hmm. it's it's not that I wouldn't watch it or I won't watch probably see an episode or whatever it's just that like there's now a bigger divide between me wanting to click play than there was before because of experiences I've had with other shows and movies that have used fat suits. 
like Shallow Hal, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, oh, what was the other one? I thought I can't think of the other one now. But like, so there's that, that's like a personal thing for me. That doesn't mean I don't I don't care if you guys watch it. For, there's no whatever. So moving forward though, the comments on it, I got a lot of comments on this video, and a lot of people I feel like were just like taking other arguments and things and throwing them in my comments. They were like bitching about people starting petitions to get rid of the show and like people being, why are you so sensitive and you don't, you haven't even seen it yet. Why are you judging it? And I had to be in the comments. Like I, first of all, said nothing about petitions. Mm -hmm. I said nothing about getting it taken off the air. Mm -hmm. I said nothing about the actual show. Yeah. I didn't even go into the revenge part. I didn't go into any of this shit. Yeah. I'm just telling you that in general, if a fat suit is part of something, I'm less likely to trust it. Mm-hmm. Right? My own personal experience. It is what it is. Watch whatever the fuck you want. There's no, there's an abundance of things that I don't feel great about when I see them in the media. You're going to continue fucking doing it. For me, my personal take is not that I don't understand why people make petitions and, are, and, are, and are, find this very damaging. I'm not saying any of that. But my energy is more like, okay, fuck this shit. I've been saying fuck this shit since I was little. Yeah. I'm going to make counter content to it. So the stuff that I put out, and the point of this video, I was like, when people are sitting here saying, well, if you just want to, if you just want to see that movie, why don't you make that movie? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just make that movie? Like, <laughs> okay, give me millions of dollars <laughs> to make so, this movie. <laughs> fair. But also on the other hand of it, on the other side of that, I, maybe I don't want to make a fucking movie. Maybe that's not my art form. Maybe well, I that, think people have a hard time. Just because you're criticizing something doesn't mean you owe more than that to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. It's like, I can just, just take the note or this don't. Is, this is clearly is a it? subject that relates to you. Yeah. And you're putting out your I'm opinion. Just giving my which opinion. Which is what the fucking... Which is valid. Which is human nature. <laughs> yeah. People are so interesting when they're, they're like, I don't understand why you're bitching on a YouTube video. I don't understand why you clicked on a video that's about this then. <laughs> and then why bitch the about fuck, me bitching. Why the fuck are you... Why are you here looking at things that you don't understand why they're here? I, so, I understand that people think that maybe... Because I, I could come up with counter arguments. Be like, well, you know, this this thing... Isn't you know it's isn't, and I'm going logically about it. Of course, you could. Of course, it's like (laughs) if you're doing a story about someone who you know used to be what society considers unattractive, or what are those things typically that today is 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 being overweight, uh, having braces, you know all the all the things that you were Mm -hmm. mentioning, and it's like so if we're gonna have a story about someone who kind of glows up. Um, and loses that weight and, you know, fixes whatever other issues that the character slash society says that is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the better route to do it? Put a thin person in a fat suit and then have him be thin? Or, like, you know, it's just, you, should the story not even be told? I kind of think you're allowed to tell whatever story you, you want. You can tell but whatever story you want. You can do whatever the, the fuck should it is you want. they hire an actual bigger person who, and then, like, force them to lose, like, weight? No. You know what I mean? The, people were giving that example of, like, well, they couldn't have an actress lose all this weight and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, let's address it. That's a fucking lie because people have absolutely lost weights, weight for roles. Oh, yeah. But that is not even Tom in the Cruise. realm of not what I would consider. Remember Castaway Girl? If you really need to have a fat person in the role... We have ADR. We have so many things you can fucking do with a fat actress. But beyond that, I just personally don't like fat suits. I think there are other ways to tell the story of not being desirable without putting a bad fat suit, putting a pillow under someone's fucking shirt to make them look fatter. Like, it's just like, it's not for me. It's not my thing, right? Yeah. And that's a personal thing. That's, that's, and that's something that a lot of people also feel. But like, 
for me, my the conversation I was having, people were bringing in all these arguments about other things, and I was like, I feel like you just generally wanted to yell at some fat person that was talking about this, and you didn't watch the actual video. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not sitting here making... You well, know, of course, they see the headline or whatever the title. I'm like, just pay attention to what I'm... It's like the same shit when I made a video about Happy Not Father's Day. And all these comments were like, she wants to get rid of Father's Day. And I'm like, you're not watching the video. Yeah. I'm not even talking about Father's Day as a whole beyond, hey, there's some people that are going through it today. Just be kind to them. Like, not everyone has the same experience with their parents. That's it. So, like, you know, if I have to log off, that's cool. But, like... It's just people are clicking on things and commenting before they even fucking watch it. And it's like, how are you even doing that? I'm so terrified to even share anything on Twitter before I, like, scout that shit now. And I'm, like, reading it to make sure. Because I know that any of the criticism for that is going to come to me. And I'm going to have to address it. And if I didn't read it in some way, and I still, you know, sometimes I, you know, I chance it. But it's just a lot more thought that goes into my social media. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, that's the problem, girl. These people aren't thinking. Yeah, they That's see just, something. Whew. They have an emotional reaction just to happening. it, and they regret or they spit Which, out whatever listen. comes to their little heart. And that's it. That's the nature that's of the internet right now. That is now. the nature of the internet. And so Twitter, th- at least. So the thing is, one of the things I've been thinking about recently, especially since I've been making some like videos about like bigger topics, right? And they get a lot of you get a lot of people pouring in that just want to yell things yeah. into the void. And I also see a lot of other bigger YouTubers that are getting very upset and very emotional and very sensitive about like comments and stuff like that they're like criticizing their life choices or doing whatever and i totally i empathize with all of that but the point that i made the other day on twitter was um and i and this was this is semi-inspired by my friend bevan who said consider the source really because when i was like getting wrapped up in it like just consider where it's coming from but for me it's like before i start a fight with someone on twitter before some before i respond i clap back i do whatever i now find myself going to their twitter Mm-hmm. And scrolling mm-hmm. yeah. and seeing doing a little research, seeing who I'm talking to, you know, before I give all the emotional labor and energy that I'm about to give, I have to do a little research and figure out, OK, is this someone that is an expert in this field that they're speaking of? Mm-hmm. Is this someone that also makes content and has their face on the Internet? Or is this someone who's anonymous, who spends their days just throwing random comments and statements into things to fuck up people's day because they want that reaction, they want that attention, they know that we're paying attention, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so when I see that, when I see this person's constantly doing that, that immediately deflates the balloon of anger that I have Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, this is someone that's just fucking with me. Right. And I think that that's really important for a lot of us to do before we jump into immediately fighting with like, because I don't need to explain my position 20 fucking times. People are literally spending less than 30 seconds on on that shit just to like, they don't care about you. you. And like, yet it's just an imbalance. Like it's literally like, yeah, 30 seconds a day, forget about you by the next day, whereas the person that they're commenting on, they, like, take it personally. They, yeah. like, internalize it. And I get like, it. And I get it. Because and we're taking it. And we're taking it seriously. We want to make sure that people don't feel like they're right. left out of a conversation. But when you look at someone's timeline and you see them doing it, and, and you start to understand that, oh, this person is here to drain my fucking energy. Yeah. And this energy is then going to tire me out to actually have the conversation, to actually do the work that I want to do, and to fuck up my focus. Yeah. My and favorite so, thing to do also is to ban words in comments. Interesting. I haven't so done So, like, if I don't want someone to talk about, like, how sweet that ass is or whatever in, like, yeah. a picture I post, like, I'll block the word ass. Interesting. And so, 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep more respectful, you know, in, Fair. in that kind of perspective. But also, like, on Fair. I mean, you're also on sharing. Too, you're also you sharing stuff from other people too. So I understand that because you're like you're talking about like with your photography stuff. Yeah, like on Instagram, you can ban some, or actually, yeah, definitely Facebook, you can. I know YouTube comments, you can ban YouTube certain you words. Oh, like for instance, I've, I've blacked out some. Uh, for instance, there was just. A thing that I was doing where I was doing like a, a live stream, mobile yeah. handheld live stream. We had to do it on a mobile device. We had to do it on a phone. Mm-hmm. And when ke- and I kept getting like people being like, hold the camera still. I can't take this. And I'm like, this is no different than watching somebody's Snap story. Yeah. Or, Have yeah. you watched Instagram X-Y-Z. stories lately? So I, like, I was like, play. I banned like a few words like shaky, <laughs> shaking. <laughs> still. <laughs> still cam, camera. <laughs> those comments stopped. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. I don't give a fuck. I'm, like, all about engagement. So I'm like, you want to say shit? Be mad about it. Like, I'll purposely put something in the background that's fucking off-center to piss, pe- to piss people off. They're like, I can't even focus. Oh. And I'm like, good. Yeah, good. Give me that I love that shit. I love our fight about it. Um, but I, I find myself... I find myself sometimes... And part of that is ego, right? Part of that is I... I feel like I am on to something or I'm being logical about something or I have some insight and then someone is like coming at that full force and it's like my first instinct is to want to explain. My first instinct is to like, yeah. I want to debate. I want to prove to you. I want you to But now feel. you got to be like, is it even worth my energy but now, to do that? When you're, when you're, <laughs> uh, what I found myself in some of these videos was not when you're doing that a hundred times a day. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, Oh my god! I'm just copy and pasting the same fucking thing. You can't, you can't fight them all. And the reality is that like the the majority of those people don't even know who you are. They just clicked onto that video. They just want to say some shit to get a reaction. And if they really have that big of an issue with it, then you can pay me. <laughs> <laughs> you can send me money for for my time, and I will write out and or and or my favorite thing to do is when I you know someone sent me this whole comment. I remember distinctly being at Target while I read this comment, too, because I'm at Target all the time. Um, <laughs> it's my place. And, uh, oh, guys, you should have seen her. She knew where everything was. I she literally yesterday. Like, oh I, my was, God. I, was on a, I was being led on a Target, a Target tour. <laughs> it was like, what do you need, Beebs? And you're like this. And I'm like, oh, all that's right, over, floor, in aisle over in six, aisle six. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go upstairs. I just know where everything is because it's my place to go. It's air conditioned. I can get to it quickly. It's nice. Um, but I was reading this comment from someone, and a lot of the comments were like, I'm fat, and I'm okay with it. I'm not sensitive about it. Or I used to be fat, and I lost weight. And, uh, you know, all the way to people being like, I think people should be fat shamed because you should lose weight because that's healthy. Ooh, and I'm like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. fucking Christ. Um, but there's something about, you know. Yeah. I don't Being care. nice to people. <laughs> Girl, and I know, that ha- I know the majority of the people that leave those kinds of comments I guarantee you if I found their fucking Facebook Mm -hmm. and I looked at the things they're posting, they're probably miserable with their life, their relationship, their body. Mm -hmm. They're probably like starving themselves because they hate how they look in photos. Like, so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like have empathy, like have a moment of empathy and then let them go. Mm-hmm. Just like, just, you know, like, I feel like I'm on a little boat sometimes. I feel, I feel like I'm on like a little piece of driftwood and everyone's trying to grab on that I don't know. And I'm like, and I love you, but bye. Yeah. And it's so nice to see you, There's only but drown. so much room for this and, board. <laughs> yeah. I'm Rose. You yeah, know? yeah. There's yeah. only room for me. <laughs> There's only room for you. <laughs> this is my door, bitch. Love you, but stay frozen. You let, let it go. go Beebs. You let, let it go. go. <laughs> let it go. Uh, but this person left me this whole comment that was like, you know, I used to be fat and this blah, blah, blah. And. And whatever. And it was like, it like, it was like this messy comment. It just ranged from like, and you people, this and, and, yeah, and, um, and, uh, like you people. And then like, you know, and if, 
first of all, people misquoting this show to me about like, this show is about a girl that, you know, realizes, like works hard to become her best self. And I'm like, you're not even paying attention to the trailer. This is about a girl who gets hit in the face, has her jaw wired shut, shut, loses a bunch of weight and is so pissed how she's getting treated. She fucks with people. That's not even the concept of the show. But anyway, so I read this whole comment and I responded. I just pointed out like, this is kind of a messy comment, blah, blah, blah. Um, And also like, my main point being that you know how earlier we were talking about how a lot of us have similar experiences, right? Let's bring this full circle. This will be great. You were talking about how earlier people have similar experiences, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So, like, it's hard for me to sometimes read the same novel over and over again because, sure. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just because we have the same experience... Imagine me a therapist. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I almost was. Just because we have the same experience does not mean we have the same vision. Oh, true, yeah. So, like, we, by all means, I will meet every person that's like, I am fat. I was fat. I used to be fat. But whatever it is. And that's nice. Okay, we have maybe some similar experiences. Yeah. We do not have the same vision, necessarily. Right. We have, we have very different... perspective diff- on it. Yeah. So, just because you used to be fat and you're not sensitive about this, that's great. Thumbs up for you. Awesome. You don't have my specific experience. You don't have my specific emotions. And I, it's still valid how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it in any kind of way that's, you know, ruining well, anything. Except I'm just adding to the conversation yeah. of like an experience. And, and to be honest, one, well, of, the, sounds like a person one of the best comments I got on that video people. was someone that, well, that's someone that. Like a fat person who hates Hated fat themselves when right, they were fat. Right, right, right. So it's like, if you hate yourself when you're fat. I'm not necessarily going to take as much from you as right. like, because your experience being fat is different than mm-hmm, mine. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking at different things in different ways right now. And like, so. Yeah, yeah. But beyond that, um, one of the best comments I got was from someone who's like, I'm actually going to school for filmmaking or I'm writing or whatever. And this video really changed my mind moving forward about like, because I, I basically pointed out like, I think a lot of things are, these things are tired tropes or it's like mm-hmm. lazy writing. It's like a way of being funny without being actually funny. And so this yeah. person was like, like if she I'm gets in- stuck in a doorway or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. This person's like, I'm encouraged really to when I'm writing characters, have this in mind and figure out ways that I can do what I need to do without completely alienating an audience or like yeah. being cruel about it. Right. I think you can have a character who's bigger and yeah. not make it like I think the best way to, to approach it would be how people treat that person rather than yeah. like having her get stuck in a desk or yeah. you know like and all listen, those, those my stupid... ass has been stuck in a desk it happens like <laughs> it absolutely happens but like how great would it to be would it be to see a fat character like that gets stuck joke. in a fucking desk and instead of it just like crushing them make be making jokes throughout it yeah. as they're like literally as they're cutting me out of the fucking desk like you know <laughs> I always love to be- I, I need like more open view I need a little bit more space you know I've been checking my Pinterest boards like I need a little I'm room I've been like, in a mood for a remake like, yeah yeah or even having a character that doesn't even their plot line is not at all about weight, losing weight it's yeah. just that's who they are and yeah, if yeah. it's mentioned cool but like it's not ever th- that would be awesome and there are shows that are doing similar things. I yeah. think Dietland is an interesting There's example. There's so many show. shows that I feel like are Mad finally pushing things forward. Just like, especially with the advent of, of, of Netflix and all those like subscription shows. But it's, it's just so interesting to me that in the same way, and this is the internet, right? In, in a fucking eggshell. It's like the same people are like, why are you so fucking sensitive about it? Are mm. so angry about someone pointing out that they don't like it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why are you so fucking sensitive about me being sensitive like what the fuck is it's like this it's like you're looking in a mirror it's literally like the Gryffindors and the Slytherins just looking at each other like wait what (laughs) what do we do (laughs) um 
And I think the reality is that, like, listen, you're always going to have the things that you're used to probably, but, like, they're, when you're moving forward, I just don't think it's a bad idea to let writers and filmmakers know that, like, hey, maybe just avoid, not avoid tropes, but, like, just, you know, see how you can do things differently than everyone else. It's or, a challenge. Or, you know, maybe actually talk to someone, have a conversation with someone that reflects the character you're writing. Right. Right? If, if you're going to write a fat character, yeah. and that's going to be a part <laughs> of their character. Why don't you have it written either by a fat person, have a fat person on staff, or talk to a yeah, fat person. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with any other person. Race. Not uh, all fat people hate themselves. Uh, and Gender, so, all that stuff. You know, write a character based off of me. I feel like we just, wasn't it you who, was it you? I, I feel like there's some show that they were writing like a people of color and I think like someone, not forced them, but was like, you, you can't write that dialogue for this person of color. Oh, you have to go talk to someone and, you know, and so they like encouraged them to yeah, go talk to that, someone. There was a thread that was like, like, and then they brought him onto the team or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah, might've, yeah. it actually, I feel like maybe it was you or it something. It literally might've been when I went to that YouTube showrunner, female showrunner thing. Mm-hmm. And that chick that might be doing the new Buffy was there. Mm-hmm. It might've been her or someone else that was like, I found myself on staff always being, uh, Push to write the, the the black characters. Oh, I see. Yeah, and yeah. then my boss would go and change it to jive speak, and then oh, my name geez. would be on the script. Oh my god! I think it was legitimately yeah, the, the girl that's going to do Buffy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the girl that's going to do Buffy, possibly, and uh, Monica Owusu Breen. Who who's the the girl who was in the Ready Player One, the black character? Uh, Lena. She, uh, Waif? She, yes. Is that her name? What is she doing? What did she do? She oh, was on an she HBO did show. Shy. She did the shy. Uh, she did Masters of None. Masters of None or something. Yeah. Else. And then she also was doing something else new, right? Kid Fury. What's that? Is developing uh, like an HBO pilot or oh, a comedy thing of. with with, with Lena. Yeah. With her. Okay. Yeah. So, a lot of cool things happening. Um, but I just think there it would be interesting to see different stories, right? Like when you and I watch a show, like we watched what was that fucking that high was that high something that show about the drug dealer. The show about the drug yeah, dealer. Yeah, where it's like every episode's different oh, characters. Oh, High Maintenance. High Maintenance. High Maintenance is great. But like, I'd never seen that before. A show where it was like, here's the character, and it's literally different characters every time with this one link to this yeah, drug dealer. Yeah, There's a whole episode that follows a dog. There are just fucking cool ways to tell stories that haven't been done yeah. that I would love to see. That is and a fantastically written creative show. So or based s- around a drug dealer. To see, <laughs> I mean... Now I think now we're getting shows that are like like Dialand for instance. My friend Joy Nash is on it, and it's like it's pushing back on this is how people treat fat people. This is what women expect to be. This is what beauty is expected to be, and it's like doing some countercultural shit of like what would happen if all of these horrible men that did horrible things um, there was terrorism against just them. Mm-hmm. And what if there was like you just never knew what mm-hmm. woman was going to be doing what and like it's just it's just interesting it's like pushing back on beauty and it's pushing back on the expectations and and also like there's so many shows that feature like gay characters now yeah um just straight up kissing like I just remember being a kid yeah and like the Ellen's kiss or or no no yes. no wait was it a kiss or yeah something with Ellen yeah the on, Buffy on the Ellen show the fact that Buffy, Buffy was like the pushed first the, the show forward of, yeah. a little bit where with the first lesbian kiss I think but like. It's just so prominent now in today's television. Like, you guys have we, we've made no some idea. fucking progress, you know? We've like, definitely made despite some progress. the fact there are still a fuck ton of issues, I'm not taking that away. And so, I, so for me, it's like when we're having these conversations where, you know, I've brought this up before, where it's like people are like, everyone's too sensitive. And I'm like, I'm not disagreeing that like people aren't sensitive about things, but I think that there 
is more access to more voices in real time. I think there's yeah. Twitter and Facebook. So it's all now. It's, it's all not, instant. Yes. There are people that are indulging in, in certain things more than they would have before. But there are a lot of emotions that were always there, but people just didn't feel empowered no to outlet. talk about. There wasn't Twitter yeah. to instantly exactly. communicate There were no other people that you moment. could talk to because you were like the one person in your group of friends or the one person in your community, whatever it was. And... Now you can connect with all these people that are like, I feel that way too. Fuck, I feel that way and too. And then together, it just, it, it, get... it escalates, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I think within that, I'm excited. Uh, whereas I totally understand people's energy going to like, you know, not wanting to see things or thinking it, it being like, this is damaging. It's going to trigger all these things. Mm. I get that. For me personally, I'm like, I'm just excited for the different ways that stories can be told. And so I want to reward the shows and the movies that do that because I think that's really innovative. And again, I would love to see a fucking kid. There's a fucking superhero movie that they're working on about Faith, this um, plus size fat superhero that oh, okay. I fucking look like. A, and I'm just saying, like, if they want to cast me, I'm here. Um, but it's in the works from Valiant Comics. They sent me a bunch it's of comics comic like last year. Yeah. And I, I still haven't read them. I need to get through them. But um, but that kind of stuff is, like, exciting to me because I, I love the idea of, I don't know, I just think representation is cool, obviously. And I yeah. think that telling different stories, it's going to be such a good day when we have a, a, a story that literally has a fat character where weight loss is even mentioned and it's not even the main plot point for anything that she does. She's just a character that's, like, having romantic relationships and breakups, having family shit, having work insecurity, doing whatever... And being fat is not the cause or the root of it. Would you say, despite all of her controversies? Yeah. I wouldn't say Lena Dunham is thin. No. She's certainly not overweight. Or is she? I, don't, I can't really tell. But I feel like Girls was an interesting... Yeah. But all her friends were stick well, thin. Well, I think, yeah. I think for... the, for I would consider her like... I mean, I guess it doesn't matter what I consider her. I consider her chubby. Okay. Is how I see sure, her, yeah, yeah. but I'm also a bigger fat than her. Whereas, like, but there I are people that are fatter example, than me that see me as a smaller fat. But I think that was so. an example of a character who wasn't stereotypically her being naked thin, on a show, being naked and, and like, having a body that's not wasn't often about shown. her being chubby. Absolutely. Despite the fact she's made some decisions in her she's life, she's made some fucking. <laughs> we'll, we'll Ooh, go with that. remember when was it? Um, oh fuck, who was the who was the guy that she was at some party with, and she wrote this whole think piece on him not wanting to dance with her or something. And it made him sound like fucking. Yeah, yeah, like, I do. I, it I was like she had weird, like a predatory whatever. And then she had things. to apologize for it because it was like, you're literally yeah. painting this person out with no recognition or understanding of our history yeah. between black men and white women. Right. And what happens and like calling someone out as if they're like, it was just very fucking weird. Yeah, she's had a, she's had some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's had some moments. She's it, at least the stuff with her right sister. Now. Yeah, there's like a lot of st- you know. I mean, well, that was from a book she wrote. That right? was from a book she wrote. I mean, she's just it's like biographical. It's biographical. Listen, I, I I see her as being like a very indulgent. You know, people see her as being an indulgent narcissist, whatever. And I think a lot of people are that online right now. So and here's uh, the thing: she blends in with the. She the comes from a negative place. Mm. In terms of like her intentions, but I mm. think you know the road to hell is paved in the best intentions, True. right? So, and I think she just either hasn't invested in good in P- good PR, or she just hasn't learned like, hey, maybe I should have this checked before I put it out. Just like <laughs> maybe I should get some feedback from like some friends. See, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but th- you know what? There's so many people 
that I'm, I don't know if this is an older, getting older thing or if this is just so you see these cycles happen. Same thing with YouTube, right? There are these people that everyone fucking hates. Everyone hates yeah, PewDiePie. She pie. Everyone oh. hates Logan Paul. I mean, he's everyone still, what, number one whatever. on YouTube, right? And then everyone hated Shane Dawson, and then eight years like passed, now, and now yeah. Shane's doing whatever. And so it's like you just see these cycles of people that do things that either fuck up and go away or fuck up and stay and around. And get better. Or, and, or come back. And, and I've started to understand that a lot of the people that like will come at me and say, you have to respond to this. You have to say something. You have to do this. Are people that have no, they don't have their neck in the game at all. Mm-hmm. They want you to completely they put yourself out there. They want to kick back and eat some there. popcorn and watch the They want to watch you burn it down with no care about the consequences <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. of burning it's it vicariously down. Vicariously living through you. And and so I've just become I think I've just become more aware of that. I've also realized the cycles of things that these people that you all are like fuck them trash get whatever. I know that in 6 years you're going to be buying their shit again. Mm-hmm. So it's like I am reserving my energy for the fights that I think need to be fought and understanding that like not every little thing has to be commented on right away. Like sometimes we can take a step back and think about it and figure mm-hmm. out what are we actually going to add to the conversation that's different and if we can't elevate I, the I, voice that's already talking about it. I also really like how a lot of celebrities or people who like are being asked to comment on a thing that happens. <laughs> who the fuck wants comments from any of them? Well, but the, but the, what I see them that. saying though is like, I, you know, they'll be like, Sorry, I haven't responded. I needed a few days to yeah. think about oh, it and form that, my yeah. words and like actually think about what I'm going to say rather than just Ooh, react to it online. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. I think that we're so... And it, it feels so natural now to just immediately say something. And I do that all the time. I'm very reactionary to things. But um, sometimes you do just need to take like a few days and think about it and, and figure out if you're adding to noise or if you're actually adding to the conversation. I honestly believe sleep helps. Agree. I think like any time in my life where like I've been forced, not forced, but like something's happened. I'm trying to think specifically. Like I don't know. Usually after I you something happens, I think about it all day. I, t- I go to sleep and then I wake up and I feel like okay, now I'm in a place where I can probably approach this a little bit more rationally. Yeah. Or even like <laughs> I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but like sometimes like when I start a new video game and I just can't get the fucking controls and I'm just playing it for hours. I'll go to sleep, and the next day, it's like I'm better at it suddenly. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if there's like a weird relation to, yeah, like giving my mind that ability to organize it in a way that I can better understand. No, I agree with that. Um, Speaking of people who fuck up and then like kind of come back, Hmm. uh, what's your thoughts on the James Gunn situation? (sighs) Um, Because that was shit that happened years ago. He apologized already. I understand both sides of it, right? So it's like I also... You know, I went back through my tweets at some point and was like, why was I calling everyone a slut? Why were all my friends calling each other whore? Why were we well, throwing around words like molest and rape? Because we, like, we just said we didn't time, know. Awesome. But on the other side of that, and we you were didn't give a in fuck. our early 20s. Right, exactly, yeah. And I think some of people's criticism about the James Gunn thing is like, mm-hmm. even when, you know, I pointed out that like, we've, we all fucking problematic and we've, we've said some shit online yeah, that we just didn't, we didn't know it was going to come back We all us. have regrets. But, um, <laughs> or we should. But I think on the other side of that, people were like, yeah, he was in his 40s when he did. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, fair that he's in his 40s making pedophilia jokes and like people are, sure. there are people legitimately like, well, I can't, I'm not defending what he said, funny. but I also think, I think it was something that was already addressed and that yeah. Disney was aware of. And we're, if we're going to get real here, Disney has a history of very racist shit in their I past. I agree. And so, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that like, 
I don't know. I'm torn because it's like on, on one hand, I don't partic- I don't necessarily care enough to fight for like James Gunn in particular, but I do think that there are other ways of of addressing that, um, especially if it's something that he's addressed before. Um, and I don't know, like that could have been an interesting conversation, but I also understand the other side of people were like, why is it when like white dudes do this? It's like, we want to forgive them. And when other times it's happened to like, like when we see like Azealia Banks and stuff saying shit, um, why are people so quick to fucking write it off and be like, well, fuck her, cancel her. We shouldn't just forgive white people. Well, yeah, you know we shouldn't I mean? just forgive anyone. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's also like who, who's in the position to forgive. But yeah, so it's it's so. And also the, the whole element of it coming from a right. Oh yeah, that was another thing. You know, too. It, it was a yeah weaponized hundred oh, attempt by the conservatives that he fights yeah. with daily. Yeah, and he got people on his own side to essentially turn him. Listen, we're all we're it's all just like we're, I just, all, we're all probably one tweet away from losing our jobs. So <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, then that means no one's going to have a job, so maybe we should all just fucking yeah. well, here we have go. a capacity. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's definitely a, a, a tale of... Um, I have a weird feeling he's going to get a job again. Oh, he's he's going to be fucking fine yeah, getting a job. Fine. He literally... But those movies were his movies, and it... No, I know, but like... The whole the, point of those movies is be redemption for being a fucked up person too yeah so. it's fine he's he's gonna suffer nothing in his career we'll watch his, slither girl did he do slither? Yeah, that we slither did, yeah we did watch slither um yeah i mean everything he said was trash and whatever happens happens but he's gonna be fine and i think it's anything to take away from the conversation is us all looking at what we're doing and really you know understanding where we're coming from too because you know i think one of the things that po- they pointed out about james gunn was like he was calling for like roseanne to have her shit taken and then people took that and were like what about now that your shit's out here too i mean with me the difference of that is roseanne's still saying that shit on twitter <laughs> in the middle of her fucking ambient tweets or whatever the fuck she's doing yeah so it's like you know and but i for me it's like the conversation becomes how much time passes? What kind of actions happen? Well, that's a question. Because the reality is that, like... Should we, you be held accountable for shit that happened 20 years, 10 plus years ago that you've already apologized for yeah. and addressed? Like, how many times can you drudge up something from someone's yeah. past and hold it against them when they've done their mea culpas and all that? I mean, the answer is that you can do it forever, honestly. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think... But well, I again, think, that's why I think this is a, a unique situation I where think it, is a question it was an of, attack against him by a yeah. very angry group of people. I mean... That got another anger group of people to yeah. bring him down. Um, it's very Russia-like. He'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that... I don't know. It's just such a, an intense conversation because I think there are... As there are more consequences for the things that people say and do, it definitely comes down to, okay, wh- how long, what kind, like what happens for someone to make up for, fix, rehabilitate? Like what, what are the steps? Because, again, it comes back to a lot of these people don't go the fuck away. Mm-hmm. So I'm always torn right to between, like, like let's say that I meet someone or I collaborate with someone on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that very often because what is this bitch texting me right now? I, I can't figure. I don't know. Um, fuck, what was I saying? She got me off my fuck. Oh, if I collaborate or work with someone, which I don't do very often because yeah. I'm like, let me collaborate with people I know really, really well, like Nikki and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because ultimately, when you work with someone, the judgment and the things they've done come back to you. Um, but for me, it's like, I'm in, these, in this place where it's like, okay, do I 
completely is it better for the person who did the shitty thing to be continually surrounded by the people that in, in, allowed that to happen encouraged that to happen that are willing to still hang around that person for clout or whatever or is it better for them to have people around to them that can stop them in the middle of whatever and explain mm -hmm. to them this is really fucked up and this is why and you're more willing to trust me because i am someone that you connect with or that you you know, care about, or we have a friendship in some kind of way. And so, you know, th that is a question for me is like, where do you go in as a mediator versus when do you cancel someone? Mm -hmm. And when do you give someone a chance if they you, did something five or 10 years someone. ago? Yeah. When do you renew the subscription? <laughs> yeah. um, and, and I think that it's all personal. Um, but I think it is, it is one of those things that worries me about, what is the backlash for me taking a picture with this person or saying hi to this person or tweeting at this person or whatever? Yeah, I just, and I'm just of the opinion. Yeah. So it's something I like that giving I, people the benefit of the with. doubt. I like assuming, you know, that's the, my rare optimism coming out, but, you know, yeah. I, I, I just would rather assume the benefit of the doubt than not, and then un unless proven otherwise. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like to believe I'm walking around in the world with a bunch of little floaties around me, like the the sw like when you know that you can't swim past a certain point in the ocean, and that it just keeps yeah, me like in the center. <laughs> it's like I can see you, but hey, hey, hey don't <laughs> come, don't don't come too close. Mm -hmm. There's sharks over here, bitch. Don't do this. Um, but yeah, hopefully we said anything in that episode that makes any sense, and or that you guys can comment. You by the way, you can comment over on SoundCloud, and you can tweet oh, right. us. There she is. Yeah, that's the superhero. There she is, girl. From Fupa Power. <laughs> Fupa Powers. Bring activate. me, bring me in. I'm ready. Yeah, girl, look at that. Oh Ooh, my god, it's me, girl. It's Tanja's me. Girl. It's it is oh, Very Aryan looking. I'm just. <laughs> it's kind of um, concerning. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I am concerning. It's true. Um, listen, if you like the podcast, first of all, you can leave comments on our SoundCloud. You can tweet at Ooh, us yeah. at roommate pod with all of your thoughts. If you like any of these conversations, you want to jump in. We also have a website called adventures and You can go there and find out all about us, listen to all of the episodes, and you can also write in questions and support us on Patreon. Patreon is a tipping and reward site. It's what keeps this show free as fuck. Um, I had a Skype call the other day with um, one of the BBs that was pledging. Um, who was, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me op actually open up these messages as I'm talking because I can't do more than two things at once sometimes. It's early in the morning. Oh, I talked to Josh Gatlin the other day. He was Who's the one that, that was um, promoting the, the life coach stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, super sweet person. Very yeah. fucking nice. Um, A good coach good, for life? Good person in general. Like say? someone I would definitely like you could tell is easy to talk to. Uh, he's not pledging anymore, but I do want to give a shout out to him because yeah, um, <laughs> I think the first time we mentioned him, we got into a full conversation about life coaches. Yeah. And I feel like it was not a good time <laughs> in the middle of promoting <laughs> stuff to be like, but also, is life coaching a real thing? <laughs> like, like, so, hey, I mean, just, you, we got I'm questions. Daddy Keith's got questions, but I think that he's a really good person to talk to. Sometimes, again, it is. You need someone else. Sometimes you just need to hear yourself say stuff out loud, honestly, and yeah. have someone repeat it back to you and be like, does this make any sense? I 100% agree with and, that. And, you know, sometimes it's easier for someone to say, okay, these are the things you want to do. How can we break that step by step down and actually achieve those goals? And, like, how can you have someone that's accountable? And so I'm down for life coaches the same way that I'm down for accountability partners, the same way that I'm down for, like, management. Where's our responsibility partners? 
responsibility partners, girl. I'm your responsibility partner. Um, but Get anyway, your, you, can, work you, done, can, you can you can find Josh. Time. You can find Josh um, at a good life coach on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, when he was pledging, he was offering up um, hour long phone sessions or free phone sessions to people to see if they like him and they want to continue. Also, he drives a truck and he's got really cute dogs. <laughs> I got to see both dogs the other night. Digs. Um, little digs. Um, also, we have some Patreon BBs to give a shout out to. Uh, we have Lee. Lee wants to promote a pancast called Lady and the Drunk, which is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow them on Instagram at Lady and the Drunk. They're two stand-up comics with a refreshing, refreshing non-PC look into today's topics and everyday struggles. And of course, Lee's fat puss gets a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> Classic fat puss. We also have um, Delia... Oh my God! I, I when I think Delia, I think of Cordelia, or I think of um, oh Dahlia. Oh, I think of that murder shit. Uh, Delia about to murder the game Adams. We got Sam looking fancy as ever, Brodeur. We got Rachel Gregory. Uh, Rachel, ooh Rachel from Unreal. Ooh Rachel's ooh. losing her goddamn mind on Unreal season oh four. God. Gregory. We have I Daniel. I'm so curious to see where this season's I can't going, wait, girl. girl. Daniel Day-Lewis, Leonard, Sean, missing you more, miss more. Carlos, too many C's, too many A's, too many R's. Carranza, Samantha, the truth is out there vetting. Gina, please get it checked out. Wartman, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez, and Eric, you know, na, me know. And it's time for the tucking in. All right, you ready, girl? I'm ready. <laughs> this fucking song. We got Tarika Santiago, Claudia Rodriguez, Teresa Morales, Carlo Rosco, Jess Winninger, Amelia Duncan, Dean Downer, Jimmy, Cody Solosa, Ricardo Brajas, Jason Gonzalez, Becca Murray, and Kate. And if I didn't read your name, it's because you're not right with your Lord, your credit card provider, but we still love you and hope that you repledge at a later time. You can find me making time just on most things. You can find me, Keith, W-O-A crew on Twitter. Keith without a crew everywhere else. Love ya. And uh, we'll see you soon. Good night. And, and goodbye. Bye. Bye.